You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome back to another week of Locked On Podcast episodes of the Locked On Bulldogs. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar that there is. That is no lie. Also, Built Bar advertisers that are listening to this, I'm going to need a second second swag bag of mm. free Built Bar because okay. your, boy, your okay. boy went through them in three days. Hit us up with that other box, see, is oh. the thing because oh. we already ate them all. I took them all and I put them down the hole in my face and I enjoyed every moment of them because they're delicious. May I say, may I say, Clint... Um, before we get into the whole intro, oh, you know, the spiel, okay. um, a little sad that the Trevies are done. The little, there's a little bit of a, it's not the same, you know, we've look, they've come, they've gone. And, uh, I wish there were more of them. Look, Daniel, it's not every day I get to dress up when I wake up. Mm-hmm. And so, no, we, I mean, we're, we're in here, we're out here just to, T-shirts with ripped holes in them. Like we don't. Nobody's no. showered today. No. They're just nothing. No. Why? Nothing going I got on no here. Trevi going Why on. would I? Why would I? Why would I? Okay. Why would I if I'm not handing out the hardware? Hey, he is Daniel. I'm Clint. If you haven't noticed by now, we don't take each other too seriously, nor ourselves too seriously. That's because we're fans. And if you take your fandom too seriously, you're gonna end in heartache, which will end your family. Um, so we've that's chosen. More. That's, <laughs> by the way, I, I just touched on a whole real subject for a lot of you out there. Um, that's Got why sensitive I, real quick for some people. <laughs> real quick, real, you just instantly thought of that family member you haven't spoken to in two years. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. Um, oh, no! Hey, we made this podcast for fans by fans. We are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. We will leave that to others. No paywall whatsoever. Daniel and I want your fandom to increase as our fandom increases about UGA basketball and football, and that's why we're here. That's right. We are here five days a week. So thank you so much for joining us on this lovely Monday. Hope you are set up for a fantastic week and know that we will be with you every step of the way talking all things Georgia basketball and football. So if you're new to the conversation, which again, tons of new uh, downloads and listeners every single week. And so we appreciate you all. If you are new to the conversation, all we ask is that you subscribe uh, to the podcast so that it automatically gets downloaded to your phone. Um, and uh, that's all that we really need you to do. Just check back with us every day and we'll be here uh, on your commute to work when you're at the gym, um, during that morning meeting when you want to just put the one AirPod in and not let anybody know that you're not listening to the things we, that are being talked about. We all know you're listening to We to support that. We, we here at Locked On Bulldogs support that kind of behavior because that's what fans do. There's no off-season mm. in fandom. There's no off-season for the Locked On Bulldogs, so we're glad you're here. If you're old to the show and you're one of our longtime guests, thank you so much for leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. A bunch of new ones, Clint, uh, lately. We're not going to go okay. through and read them, but we really do appreciate all of you that have left us some five-star ratings and reviews. If you haven't done that yet, um, we would love it if you would just take two seconds and do that. I know some of you have told us that you normally don't do that uh, uh, for many podcasts, but that you've done that You're for special. us. And so we appreciate we appreciate that greatly. We do feel special if you uh, if you haven't. 
Donnet, it's really all that we ask you to do. And uh, no matter who you are, we would love to hear from you. Um, uh, email us, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. Uh, sadly, speaking of the Trevies, we got lots of... Uh, great ideas for awards that we should give out of the Trevies. Unfortunately, we mm. received most mm. of them too late to include, but I let people know. I tried to respond to some things, and we'll just let you know here. Um, all of these ideas are being compiled by the committee, mm-hmm. uh, by the mm-hmm. Academy, and um, they will all be under consideration for the preseason Trevi Awards that will be coming up in August, Clint. Uh, I think you could pretty much bookmark that on the calendar sometime late August, early September. There Market. will be a preseason Trevi at, Awards. At, at the Chili's. Uh, I will be wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> at, at the very the least, a tuxedo t-shirt uh, at the Chili's. Uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. So um, uh, let us know. Keep those ideas coming. Email us if you have other thoughts, concerns, questions, ideas, or if you just want to chat. Um, those are the ways that you can get in touch with us. We have a basketball-centered episode today. We're going to get some football news that um, has uh-huh. broken as we were doing the Trevies and over the weekend and all that stuff. We're going to get some football news, but we're going to get to that tomorrow. We're going to talk about some incoming freshmen, some early enrollees. We're going to do all that on the show tomorrow. Um, And so uh, check back with us then. We are going to talk about the basketball team because it's been two games since we've talked about the basketball team. They did pick up a win over the weekend, mercifully, a much-needed conference win. Because before that, Uh, Daniel wasn't wasn't great. great. It wasn't great, um, did not fare well against Arkansas, but picked up a win, a road win at that. Um, and so let's jump into the basketball team because I think the biggest news was not even the win, Clint. No. I believe the biggest news of the basketball team since the last time we spoke was the fact that KD Johnson indeed was eligible for the basketball team. And um, hey, can, quick Clint, can, can he play? Uh-huh. Can he play? Oh, he play a little. Oh. He play a little bit. Oh, he play a little bit. Clint. First game. That's the, the thing. Unbearable. The thing about watch, him made bearable because Katie Johnson was lighting his first minutes on fire. Uh, I think there was that one point. Oh, he came, wasn't he like five for seven from the floor at some point during that game. He he came in and put on a spectacular offensive performance, completely outshone the five star Auburn freshman that the booth was absolutely drooling with. over. Um, uh, at, all the while he was getting outplayed by a dude who was playing his first ever college basketball game in Katie Johnson. Followed it up with another great performance um, against Ole Miss in the win. Clint, what do you love about Katie Johnson? Let's talk. Right away. He came into that first game, Daniel. Uh, Ball got put up uh, near half court in the set. You know what he did right away? He was, Daniel, he was pressing like he wanted to foul that dude. He was getting that ball out of that man's hand from the second he touched the floor. Mm -hmm. I got rumors this guy was competitive as all get out and a great team player. And then you see him come out there and he, he just wants to play basketball. I know he's been excited and eager because he's been held off, but... What I loved straight off the gate is his eagerness on every single space of the floor. He's not letting up. Second thing, Daniel, well, what's the thing that we have been missing most in our offense? Uh, 
I believe it's called shooting. Okay. Uh, how how he good at shooting? Oh well, he could put it up a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. So gives yeah, me hope. That's, His that's offensive side, he can go ahead, do a jumper, pull up from the floor, nail something, stick it in your eye hole, and I loved that aspect, the energy that he has coming off the bench right now. That hopefully will change very very soon. Uh, in a more and more, I don't see how it couldn't I, change. You what say are we that. talking Daniel, about here? Daniel, he's the best player on the team. Daniel, you say that, and yet. And yet, you know, there's a chance that's not the case. Well, um, there's a chance. There's I mean, chance. it's it's not Mark Fox, so okay, that's a freshman true. does have a chance to start. Um, let's talk about 21 points, seven rebounds, two assists, two blocks, four steals against Auburn. That's his debut. I'm Clint. sorry, what? That's a debut, Clint. Okay. First Georgia freshman to score over 20 in their debut um, since last year. When Anthony Edwards did it, and oh, I'm sorry, the third Georgia freshman all time to score mm. over 20 in their debut with Anthony Edwards and Dominique Wilkins. Is that any good? <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. Three names, mm-hmm. two of uh-huh. which are oh, the that's greatest right. UGA players in basketball history, mm-hmm. and the third is Katie okay. Johnson. That's correct. Okay, uh, he followed it up with 22 minutes. Yep, 14 points, two more steals, shooting. 80% from three and 62.5% from the field, Clint. Um, he was he was lighting it up, and he plays with that swagger. He is a guy on the team. He plays with an Anthony Edwards swagger. He's not the player that Anthony is. We know that. Um, he's not a one-and-done type guy. But he he's that dude on the court. And, and as of right now, the Georgia basketball team does not have that dude. The Georgia basketball team has good players. Tumani Kamar is a good player. Severe Wheeler is a good player. Mm-hmm. Justin Kaya even is a good mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. But they don't have that dude who is going to come in and just bulldog you for a bucket. And that's what KD Johnson is. But it's not the offense, Clint. You referenced it right off the right off the jump. It's the defense that mm. should get you excited. What have we said feeds this team's offense more than anything else, Clint? It's good hard-nosed defense. It is absolutely getting after your guy, getting steals, getting in passing lanes, getting deflections. This guy loves to be out there. He loves playing defense. Um, he he is Michael Starks defensively, only with an entire offensive arsenal at his disposal, which makes him an incredibly valuable piece on this team. Uh, as you said, certainly there is hope moving forward on the basketball team. It's not an exaggeration to say there is hope on this basketball team simply because of KD Johnson. The dude is fun to watch. And all of you Tom Crean slander folks, listen to me right now. Stop. Again, PSA, we will always say this. Stop with the Tom Crean slander. Now go ahead, full game, full two games with his recruit. His recruit. You think we're getting KD Johnson? He recruited this guy. Without Tom Crean? That's what I'm trying to say. Like you, you guys are trying to fire Tom Crean when his number one recruit from his signing class. That, by the way, we we cataloged last week on the podcast was one of the better signing classes that Georgia has had in in two decades. His number one recruit from that signing class has been ineligible all year. Now we see the type of player that he's bringing in. You pairing him with the sophomores from last year and the continued recruiting success that we are expecting from him. Tom Crean's going to be just fine. 
this team is not as good as we hoped they would be, but there is hope moving forward. Um, there's also hope for you, Clint, if you want to make a little money. Mm. Uh, let's say that you enjoy sports. Here's a hypothetical. Hypothetically. Let's say you're you're a person that enjoys sports, hypothetically. Okay. And you're also a person who enjoys making money. Clint. So far, so good. How could you... How could you marry those two things together, I wonder? Well, what you could do is you could go to betonline.ag. You could go to just your little NFL playoffs, uh, ta- conference championship games. Clint, any big any big games coming up this weekend? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, does he know what month it is or does he not? We don't know. We don't know. I can't tell you if he we, does or not. We don't know or not know if Patrick Mahomes has ever been invited onto a yacht. All we know is is that you can go to betonline.ag and bet on the NFL Conference Championship games. The NHL is back. If that's what you're into, may God have mercy on your soul. Please. The NBA is happening. College basketball is happening. There's plenty to bet on and do. Go to betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines. And enter the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% of your first deposit will be matched in free money. When you enter the promo code locked on at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Daniel, we are excited about Katie Johnson, and we should be. Tom Crean, we're excited about him. We're excited about UG basketball. Please do not bail ship. This is an exciting time for us. But there's one thing, Daniel, that we need to talk about because we were very excited about we do. one severe wheeler to begin the season. Some of us, um, oh wait, both you and I, dubbed oh, no. severe wheeler. An all SEC type player, Daniel. I don't know if that's correct. the 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 interwebs no, don't lie; they keep track of everything. That's um, we, we. It turns out that these microphones are recording us. Oh, so hold up, hold on, wait a second. What I say here lives mm-hmm. on past yes. when I stop recording. They don't. They don't just disappear. Nah. Well, that's a crying that's shame. Correct. Okay, uh, Daniel and I were on record saying like, that severe Wheeler was going to be all SEC player. That is not panning out. That did not age well whatsoever. So, Daniel, uh, I suppose this segment we're going to call Frustrations with Severe Wheeler that aren't his fault, okay? Severe has been frustrating us. It's not been great play. Hasn't been the best play, uh, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But but some of it is not his fault, Daniel. And we can't lay blame where it's not due. What's frustrating about Severe Wheeler that you can't put on him? Well, I think it was encapsulated perfectly. Both these next two segments, which, spoiler alert, segment three on the podcast is going to be called Things That Are Frustrating About Severe Wheeler that are his fault. So I think both of these things can be can be perfectly summarized with just a few snapshots of the Old Miss tape. I wish that this was a video show and we could put the tape on in front of you. But there, there was a moment in the Old Miss game. It was early second half. And um bit kind of a, of a funky set. Everything was still kind of starting to get going. And Severe Wheeler just kind of dribbling the ball up the court. And all of a sudden, he looks down and sees that the, the paint, the lane, is completely vacant. Not a body in sight. Okay, we had guys still running across half court. Um, and, and all the defenders were kind of spaced out on the perimeter. And so Severe Wheeler just straight up said, you know what, coach? Forget about the play. Forget about anything that you want to do. And he just simply went by his man, which is incredibly easy for Severe Wheeler to do. You can't stay in front of Severe Wheeler. You can't get in a stance and stay in front of this kid. This kid can dribble by any one defender that is thrown at him. 
And he simply dribbled by his man and took it all the way, left hand, little scoop layup for two points. And I said to myself, shame on you, Tom Crean, for not doing setting that up more often. Because the problem with Severe Wheeler has been when he gets into the lane over the last few games, specifically in SEC play, Clint, what does he find when he gets into the lane? He finds very big bodies. Very. And what do the big bodies like to do? They like to swat at his smaller bodied frame. That is correct. And the ball goes flying in the opposite direction of the hoop. Um, nobody, nobody on the internet keeps track of times blocked per game, but I would love to see the stat on Severe Wheeler. Times blocked per game because it's, it's gotta be upwards of six, seven times a game. And so immediately my first reaction was shame on you, Tom Crean, for not creating more spacing and then creating, and thus creating more opportunities. Cause that's all that is, Clint. You hear basketball coaches all the time talk about spacing. We need spacing on the floor. Well, spacing means that when a guy gets by his man, like Severe Wheeler, that there's room in the lane for him to operate. And then two, three, four more possessions down the floor. I started to realize, I started to see, and I started to realize that, oh, it's not that Tom Crean's not scheming spacing. No. Right? No. P.J. Horn, where's he hanging out? Is it in the paint? Nope. No, it's out of the corner. That's exactly him. Getting ready to shoot. Him him and Kyer go ahead and switch, rotate out of that spot, off the the elbow, kind of up there, and then over in the corner. They just kind of rotate over there, making spacing, opening that lane for Seville Wheeler to see with his giant great eyes that he sees. And yet, every time Seville Wheeler gets by his man and gets into the paint, all too often there's a big guy there waiting for him. Do you know why that big guy is there, Clint? It's because... Spacing doesn't mean anything if you can't shoot the dang basketball. Oh, there it is. So you don't have to defend the man in the corner when the man in the corner can't consistently knock down the shot. You don't have to defend the guy on the wing. This help defense is easy when you don't have to worry about your man. At that point, it's not really called help defense. It's really just called double-teaming the ball. There it is. Uh, So... The problem with this team is they can't shoot. Severe Wheeler would be a better... I'm not just talking about when he makes a pass and somebody misses a shot so he doesn't get an assist. I'm talking about Severe Wheeler would get blocked less. Severe Wheeler would turn the ball over less. Severe Wheeler would be a... He would be a better player if anyone on this dang team could shoot the freaking basketball, Clint. Why can we not shoot it? Look... The biggest struggle that we have seen on this team so far, the biggest complaint we have had, and we said before the season began, we were hoping, I was hoping, Tumani Kamara would develop some sort of out outside shot to give that threat so that when Severe Wheeler could dish nope. it out, he would hit it. Um, I've given up that hope. That hope is dead. Daniel, why would you keep hoping? You ought to give up. Yeah, it's, you ought to give up that hope. It burned is- dead, Daniel. Um, yeah, Kyer. I still got hope that Kyer can go ahead and develop a more consistent shot. But you're absolutely right. We have been piss poor at that, Daniel. Somebody who's not poor at what they do is Built Bar. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. I say planet Earth because all the other protein bars we have tried, we have tasted, are chalk. That is not protein uh, bar that you want to eat. Built Bar is. Built Bar is soft. It is chewy. 
high in protein, low in fiber. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, high in fiber, high in protein, low in sugar. It is keto approved. It is going to be a great meal replacement for you on the go, pre-workout, post-workout, whatever you need to do. <laughs> BuiltBar.com is where you need to go. Get 20% off your order, putting in the promo code Locked On when you go there and order any box you want, any mix, any flavor. Uh, they got a Cherry Barcia now, Daniel. That is just, it's something special. Uh, go to BuiltBar.com, uh, put in the promo code Locked On. On for your order of 20% off builtbar.com. Now, not everything Severe Wheeler has done is quite honestly his fault. So we want to go ahead and give credit where credit is due, but we also want to say, well, there's some frustrations, Severe, that are your fault. So, Daniel, this segment is frustrations with Severe that he can correct himself, that is not circumstantial, but rather very personal. What are those? I don't know how to be more specific than no. We just, need to be we need to be very blunt and direct on here. Stop turning the ball over. There it is. Okay, it's five turnovers a game. That's what we're averaging right now. Severe Wheeler. That's um, that's too many turnovers. But it's not the number of turnovers, Clint. It's the nature of the turnovers that is so maddening and frustrating. This guy is making plays that are not even remotely there. Not even remotely in the neighborhood of existing. Uh, another example from the old Miss game. There's two and a half minutes to go in this game, Clint. And Georgia is up by eight points. And we have the ball. Mm-hmm. Severe Wheeler single-handedly turns the ball over at midcourt with almost no pressure. Inexplicably. Almost an inexplicable turnover at midcourt. The ball is immediately taken straight to the rim. A layup is made, and a foul is committed. Clint. Yep. That begins an Ole Miss run, which eventually cuts the game to one point. Now, we went on to win the game, Clint. And so you might be tempted to forgive and forget and sweep under the rug, but this is what we've come to see out of Severe Wheeler. It, I feel like... He feels an inordinate amount of pressure to be the best player on this team. And we don't need Severe Wheeler to be the best player on this team. I just want to be totally clear about that. This team will be best if Severe Wheeler is not the best player on it. Uh, that's could not be a bigger understanding of Severe Wheeler. It feels like every time he comes on the floor, he wants to break out the Superman S on his chest and single-handedly raise this team up. And what I want to tell him time and time again is, that's not you, Mighty Mouse. Like, that that ain't who you are, and it never will be who you are. Accept the role, and and you will become better if you accept that role. I, I absolutely do. He is pressing far more. Daniel, when when you are pressing in golf, in any sort of sport that is not, like football, you can go ahead and say, oh, let's grid it up. Let's linebacker go ahead and get through the block. Okay, fine, fine, fine. But if you're pressing in your golf swing or handles with the basketball or decision-making with passing, shooting, everything is off. The finesse part of the game yeah. goes out the window. And that's exactly where Severe is at. Uh, it, it's not a good look, and he needs to understand that he is to accentuate other people on this team. Now, see previous segment, he can't do that for everybody because everybody needs to start hitting shots. But that is absolutely huge for him to understand. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Stop turning the ball over, um, and we we will be just fine. Uh, Clint, 
So what what do we make of this team moving forward? We got the win. We obviously played Kentucky on Wednesday. We we said we're optimistic because of KD Johnson. Uh, but where are we at in terms of the Georgia basketball team? Still a fun watch. Yes, there's no dispute about that. But um, where are we at in terms of op- level of optimism, level of pessimism moving forward this season? I don't know if this is a golden standard, but it is my golden standard because I've heard so many people talk about it and so many people who are smarter than me discuss it. There are three things I look for when it comes bracket time, Daniel, of making teams do long runs. And here's what I look for. I look for a head coach that is good. I look for one absolute stud on the team. And I look for a good mix of veteran players around that are going to keep their head and handle the intangible or the the little in between the detail stuff of basketball. Okay. Hmm. I, I just described Georgia basketball. Tom Crean, great coach, stud Katie Johnson, and a whole bunch of players that if they gel, if they start understanding their role, can be compliments who are veterans, who are older presence, Kyer, uh, PJ Horn, Tumani Kamara, Severe get there. I think in two games, the very this this begins our season. I know that it doesn't actually, but this begins my understanding of the Katie Johnson, Tom Green era right now. Two games yeah. in, first game, incredible. It starts now, and I think we can make a run. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we did not look great against Auburn. Um, Auburn beat us. Auburn's a more talented team than we are, but there was not a good game uh, last Wednesday night. We did get a win against Old Miss on the road. And we've got Kentucky and Florida coming up. That's which normally you would just say that's two losses for Georgia basketball. Automatic. We got Kentucky and Florida coming up this year. Maybe not so much. Uh, remains to be seen. Kentucky and Florida still very talented basketball teams. Still more talented basketball teams than we are. But the the team has got to begin finding itself. And as weird as it is, if you're not a college basketball fan, you can sometimes tend to forget that just how long and forgiving the college basketball season is. That's right. Because um, this college basketball season, Clint, is far from over. We we lost three games, Clint. That's not that's not a lot of games that we've lost no. here. Okay, they there were our first three conference games, but. I'm not trying to say that we're going to run the table or anything like that, but if Georgia rattles off a couple of wins, even if Georgia goes, let's say we've got Kentucky at home, and then we have Florida at home, and then we have South Carolina on the road, and then we have Ole Miss at home. Okay, so mm-hmm. even if Georgia goes 2-2 two and two in those games, all of a sudden they're sitting at 3-5 and five in the conference, and they're sitting and they're sitting at 10 and 5 overall. Clint, that's that's still a respectable season. That's still a team that has something to play for. Now Georgia's got to prove that they can put it together, but you know, don't let us go 3 and 1 in these next four games now. Don't let us go 3 and 1 because if we go 3 and 1 in these next four games all of a sudden, now some things begin to cook. And uh, Tom Cree might actually have something working. Yes, yes. That's- Microphones get hot real quick in a big old hurry for us, Daniel. Uh, hey, that has been the Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day. We'll be back tomorrow when we're talking about football news, coaches, 
Moving on, transfers happening as well as freshmen being on campus right now. There are men being educated by Kirby Smart and the professors down in Athens. In that That's order. That's what we got to say. In, I, <laughs> I see no lie. And as God intended. Uh, hey, come back tomorrow. We will talk to you then. See ya. See ya.